Welcome to another episode of Anonymous Heroes, a reminder that everyone struggles and you don't have to feel alone in yours. It's been a tough week. It's been a very, very tough week for, for all of us. For some more than others, this was a triggering week. This was a traumatic week. And, uh, you know, I just, it's, it's been a reflective week. I think all of us, a common denominator amongst any healthy thinking person, when a week like this happens in light of the tragedy of Mayron, at the very, very least, makes you stop and think. Makes you reflect. And I think that's a very important and healthy coping mechanism, a very he healthy and normal way to move on and move forward after a tragedy of this proportion, of any proportion. And I think that's really what, what Hashem's asking from us. You know, when, when something similar happened with Nadav and Avihu, the two sons of Aaron, the high priest, Aaron Cohen. Says Vayidomarum, he was silent. Being silent means much more than just not complaining. It means stopping and thinking. Because if you don't have the output, then then you allow the input to happen. If you stop talking for a second, if you're left in the world of silence because you have no words to say when something like this happens then then at the very same moment you're really stopping to think and it's very hard to really grab a hold of your thoughts and to be reflective when you're always putting out information or having stuff come in but something like this makes us stop and think and 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 I stopped and thought after after this and I wanted to take a moment, I guess, in this show to collectively, for those that are following along and listening and waiting for the next episode of to meet another hero, if we stopped and thought for a few minutes. And what gave me some information to do that was a share that I heard, a, a class that my rabbi gave on Shabbos this past week. And I'm not going to go through the Devar Torah portion of it, but I do want to take a piece of that to reflect a little and to think a little and to give a deeper understanding on, on really what we're trying to do here with the show. Those of you that listened to the introduction, you know, I spoke about that. I, I, I really hope and pray that what we're doing here gives people strength. And the strength that I'm looking to give people is for them to realize that despite their failings and despite the challenges they face, that they're heroes. And hearing somebody like the guests that we've had to date and the guests that are coming up, hearing their struggles and realizing that you're not alone and that more than that you're not alone, that they 
we look up to these people who have, for the most part, the people we're going to have are, have extra hard challenges, more traumatic experiences than the common person. But in the realm of where we live, so the, the goal is to, for everyone listening, stop and think, I can do that too. And I can look at my life in that way as well. And just because I struggle every single day and maybe even every moment just to move forward, just to put a smile on my face, just to stop crying, just to reach out, just to want to get better, happier, healthier. It doesn't mean that I'm not winning, right? It's not about where you get to. It's your journey there. That's how God looks at it. It's our journey there. It's how many times we kept trying to step forward, even if you didn't step forward, but you made a decision that you were going to try. That itself is heroic. And I, that's what I just want to take a few minutes really to explain. And then we'll get back to our regular scheduled program. I don't think anybody who signs on to these podcasts, these episodes are coming to listen to me. I'm not delusional. I know that there's a certain draw to hearing people's stories. And again, it's not about sensationalism or that wreckage at the side of the road that makes people stop. That might be the initial way that you click on. I'm certainly not trying to push that. I want people to listen and my, I hope that people listen and gain strength. So let me let me tell you real briefly what we learned in this class that my rabbi gave. Again, it's not important where it is. This is not a, a Torah class platform. This is a, a help platform. So we'll get right to it. There, there are supplies to everybody. But certainly, certainly to those that are born, born in life to an inherent struggle, whether that means a, a situation in the family, born into a certain family, whether that means themselves being challenged mentally, emotionally, psychologically, different struggles, and so on. Or, or something that happens to them later along in, in life, an accident, the trauma from someone else, from, an, from whatever it may be. It applies to everyone. And basically, the Talmud tells us, a little bit cryptically, the Talmud tells us that before all of creation, God had like a little powwow, like a little meeting, a discussion with each and every single part of creation from inanimate objects all the way through the human being. And he reviewed, well, reviewed might not be the right word, because he showed them in the future what their lives were going to be like, their challenges, their difficulties, their trials and tribulations, their struggles, inwardly, outwardly, and that soul, let's focus on the human, that soul, after hearing 
and seeing and understanding in a very, very deep way what they were going to have to go through, when and how they would leave this world. Or, or let's say from every moment they got to this world until when and how they left this world, their, their relationships and everything that, that falls in between that, their thoughts about life, about themselves, their mental, emotional, psychological, spiritual makeup, the rabbis they would have, the moras they would have, the parents they would have, their siblings, bodies they would have, everything, every detail was shown to man. And man was asked, do you want this? You up for this? And each person who came to this world said, yeah, let's do it. Because the, along with that, man, each soul was shown what each one of these nuances of their life would mean on a cosmic, eternal level for their soul, for the world. And therefore, they said, okay, I'm in. Now, to put it like in, in, in our humor perspective, it would be like, and my rabbi gave this example of where the general, someone comes in the army, the general says, listen, everybody's got to go to battle. It's a draft. Everybody's going to battle. Where do you want? You want to be in the kitchen? You want to be in the office? You want to be behind in, in the green zone and uh, help people? You want to, you know, load the bullets and the guns? You want to go out to battle? You want to go front lines? You want to go deep into enemy and be special ops? Where do you want to go? This is where I want to send you. And to those that lead more challenging lives, they're like the special ops that go into really crazy behind enemy lines battles where it's really dangerous and really nuts. But they have the souls that they can do and they say, okay, I'm in. And what do we call that person? We call that person who runs into the building knowing they may get burnt, but there's a greater good there and they keep doing it. We call them heroes. Even if they, God forbid, die in that building. In fact, maybe sometimes because they die in that building, we call them heroes. And every single one of us, to a certain extent, again, those that struggle more are just bigger ones, are heroes. Because we signed up for this. We, we were shown the mission that each one of us has at every single moment. And we said, okay, I'm in. I, I, let's do it. Where do I sign? Send me down. Put me in, coach. I'm ready for this. Knowing how difficult it would be, we signed up for it. And these 45 people in particular signed up for an absolutely tragic and horrific death on one hand. On the other hand, it was a death that would inspire many. We will all see. Um, I think there are already organizations that have been started, funds and, and, and charity funds that have been set up because of this, this past Shabbos at people's Shabbos tables. People spoke softly or hopefully a little softer to each other. There was, there were more hugs and kisses between families. There were maybe siblings that haven't spoken a while that decided to speak and, and friends. You, 
we all know that this goes away after a while, unfortunately, but there was something. And these paratroopers, these amazingly huge souls that decided to take on this mission that each one of them took on, they're heroes. They're heroes. At the essence of who they are, they're heroes. And the proof is how we saw how they died. Now, it's also, in certain ways, something beautiful to it that they died with Roshim Bayechai. And I heard, I think it was Ramanus Freeman who said that certainly they're going to go up, to, they went up to Shemayin, Roshim Bayechai was dancing with them when they came in. And what I want, what I'm trying to give over here is that if everyone to stop looking at their lives and stop thinking of it as some accident or some, some sinister plot, some tragic mistake. It's not. You chose this. You chose this, and you're a hero for choosing it. Now the question is, if you chose it, and you know it's a mission, how are you going to take on that mission? You're just going to let that mission overwhelm you and, and drag you down and live in a world of sadness and depression and lose hope, God forbid, or realizing that you took on this mission, each one of us in our own way, in our own place, with our own situations, in our own surroundings, to take on that mission and say, I'm going to do the very best that I can. I'm going to put on a happy face. I'm going to realize that because I'm doing this, I'm causing tremendous rectifications that I can't even imagine. 